0: Welcome to the anointed and transformational teaching ministry of Pastor Wale Kinshiku, Senior Pastor of House of Praise Mississauga, Canada, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. It is our prayer that as you listen to this message that you will be empowered to achieve your dreams and fulfill your destiny. God bless you as you listen. We've been uh, going through a series. Our pastor started this uh, three weeks ago. And I'm just going to do a quick recap if I connect it to what I'm doing today, because when, when, when you have a teaching series, it's important that um, we, we recap because, you know, the teaching that comes is builds on the one from before. And it's the kind of thing where if you don't look at it in its entire scope, you wouldn't get the full benefit. So that's why we have all of our messages on YouTube, if you like to see it in video, on the app, if you're okay just listening to audio. So you want to do that and you don't want to wait until the end because then you'll be so far behind and then something new is coming. So let me, let me just give us a tip of the iceberg and I hope that will encourage you to go back and, and review these things. So it was on August 8th, PWA started in a series called Prepare to Succeed. And he did this at the conclusion of our higher grounds program, which is an incredible fasting and prayer program. It was 28 days, prayers in the morning, prayers in the evening, uh, miracle services on Fridays. And we went through that incredible season. And the Lord did great things and moved us up to higher grounds. So the question then became now that you're on higher grounds, what next? That's why that his, his subtitle for, the, for this series has been Taking the Necessary Steps to Walk in Practical Success. So this is, this is kind of the way God explained it to me, to give me, just to have a clear idea. That, you know, there's a difference between, for those who, this is, you know, grade school physics, uh, potential energy versus kinetic energy. So potential energy is energy that is stored, it's available for use, but it's not making any difference. Kinetic energy is energy in motion that is doing work and accomplishing things. So think about kinetic energy like the athlete who is the the, the elite athlete, which strained his body or her body, coiled, ready at the mark, but the gunshot is not off yet so nothing is happening this is the the machine that is a wrecking ball powerful machine but it's off and the engine there's nobody operating it this is the, the body of water that is packed behind a dam that can power a whole city but it's not doing anything it is potential that is not being used or tapped meanwhile kinetic energy is when all of those forces are then engaged and loosed to accomplish something purposeful so doing higher grounds and stepping up to a higher place and and you know god has heard the angels have heard satan has been served notice and the earth itself is ready to cooperate with you but then what do we then do that was the premise of this series and thank god for pastor for doing that for us um i I work in the utility industry and i'm on the transmission side and it's very interesting because uh you know when people think about power that are not familiar they think about oh the generation of the power which is a big deal happens to be that in ontario the company that does that is called ontario power generation and they generate all the power um and we're very fortunate in this province because about 92 percent of the power we re- regenerate is actually clean no carbon based energy the rest of them is so between hydro and nuclear a couple of other things but they're generating all this power but without our own utility which is a transmission we are the ones then so you have about seven thousand people who work there and their job you know spending billions a year their job is just to take all that energy and pass it around the entire province. So the generation can be there but without the transmission, it's like you don't have anything. So what do you do now that you're on higher ground? So pastor gave us four pillars and those who take good notes or those who do revision, you'll recognize them but I won't ask you, I'll tell you. Number one, he said, so think about these pillars as the foundation, the substructure on which to build your life right that with such great um, you know potential what greatness can come forth from from us as people of God so four pillars of success number one he said personal desire number two he spoke about the prophetic grace number three he spoke about proven principles and then the fourth one is the practical plan so the first day he covered the first two personal desire and um personal desire and prophetic grace then the last two messages uh he's been talking about proven principles those are the laws that he's been talking about okay so just a quick 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 comment on personal desire what pastor is saying is that our desire must match our confession if you say your child comes to you i'm so hungry mommy i'm so i'm just so hungry daddy and then you put food before them and i just pick pick one grape pick one thing you're like you're not hungry my friend when you're it's clear because you are saying it but we can see very clearly that you are not you you're not hungry because if you're hungry to be very clear you know you say oh you know baby i love you baby i love you okay okay but you don't i can't go a whole day you don't remember you don't text you don't ask okay you forgot the anniversary okay that's fine then you forgot the birthday and the people that did it, they forgot the first kiss you know, some people celebrate the first kiss I don't know you know you are when you know, we don't want to do something together it's like you're always eager to leave my presence of okay, that baby I love you. you know something is not right because your confession does not match your action so clearly there's a something going on there so he said he established in first kings 11:37. he said the extent of our dominion is determined by the scope of our desire so the lord is looking at you he said how far my friend how far do you want to go i'm with you but i cannot manufacture ambition and passion for you what do you want to do your heart desires is what i will manifest how hungry are you He says, personal desire is an internal force of conviction about our future. What does it do? Motivates us to pursue our dreams, strengthens our determination to succeed despite obstacles, and generates the commitment that is necessary to pay the price. That's where pastor said success. You might as well cancel success and write sacrifice. Same thing. Moving on. Prophetic grace. Uh, one of the things that Pastor said there, he says, anywhere you have gotten to, without prophetic grace, is just the foundation level of where God wants you to be. He spoke very powerfully from Ezra, and how that the people started doing the work. They built. They were very excited. Built the foundation. Boom. Opposition, frustration, um, attack. You know. Uh, um, um, you know the enemy bringing block barriers and it succeeded the work stopped and until prophetic grace was engaged they were then able to finish the building and they were able to get victory and to rejoice so he said four things about prophetic grace and it'll enable you see further and clearer than you can on your own it will shift you from ordinary to extraordinary Samuel came Samuel came Saul came to Samuel as a rich man's son and he left as a king David got to know Samuel as a sheep herder and he became the most glorious king that Israel has ever had and then it gives you speed as you move towards your destiny and so he 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 did that he prayed for us and engaged all of these things and if you missed that service even if you didn't it's good to go back to it it's very potent and 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 uh, get that benefit for yourself you know can we just appreciate God for PWA but a prophetic grace on that man's life you know when I was thinking about this I was thinking about the the testimony during solutions night I believe it was last year some of you remember there was a lady and I'll tell it from the because at the time he did it, it wasn't obvious what was going on. But the pastor said he had a word of knowledge, and he said there's somebody here, you've, you, you, you—I can see you—and you have your hands stretched out, trying to reach for something desirable, but you are not able to get there. It's like there's something blocking you; you're not able to reach it. And so, what pastor said, you know, asked her to take a prophetic action. So I happened to be the one that was around there. He said, he told me, take a key, take a key. Put it here and then I asked the lady to climb up the stage by herself and collect the key as a sign that her hand has now reached what God uh, has prepared for her but the enemy is stopping her from from doing it now her own the situation was that she was in a place of work she was up for promotion but the you know by people who didn't want her to get it it was something desirable was something that she should get given her input and output and all of that but she wasn't getting it and the moment that thing happened boom the barrier was broken and she was able to access that higher level can we appreciate God the prophetic so let me add something for you there so you know obviously much secondarily but it was very interesting because The key I put there, that's what just happened to me, my car keys, and and in less than one year, that car changed to 2022 model. (laughs) I'm just telling you. Principles of success, number three pillar. Are you picturing these pillars? So you need all of them to balance this glorious destiny, right? So your desire in place, prophetic grace in place. Next thing now becomes the principles of success. Pastor started two weeks ago. He called them laws of outstanding success. He has done five of them. And uh, today we're going to introduce four new ones. So that's where we are. So, basically, what's going to happen is PWA will finish, we'll have one more message next Sunday. Don't you miss it to complete the pillars. Then he'll go uh, to uh, to the laws um, uh, next week. And then after that, he will do the last pillar, which is the practical plan. So, I hope it helps you orient yourself on where we are. So, that's where we are. So, today, we're going to talk about the principles of outstanding success, part three. Let us pray our father we give you glory thank you again for the privilege of life the privilege of being your children growing up before you as a tender plant thank you for the love that you have for us inexhaustible undeserving full of wonderful promise today as we are here in your presence we ask three things one that your name will be glorified in this place two we pray that your people will be edified as your word comes and number three we pray that every work of darkness in our lives especially concerning these topics The Bible says that for this cause, Christ was revealed that he might destroy the works of the devil. Every handiwork of Satan in the lives of your people today will be destroyed in Jesus' name. Principles of Outstanding Success, part three. Joshua 1.8, we have two anchor verses. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you, not God, but you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good, all-round, complete, wonderful, glorious success. Matthew 5, 16, the Bible says to you and I, let your light so shine. Don't cover it, don't hide it, don't put it under the table, don't let anybody cover it. Let your light so shine. Don't let them make you feel like you are boasting and you are showing off. No, no, no. Let your light so shine. That men may see your good works and what will they do they'll turn around and give glory to your father that is in heaven brethren God has ordained every child of God every believer in Christ to have an inheritance let's look at Ephesians 1 7 probably take it to 11 The Bible says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Pause. That one act, that one experience, you know, a lot of times we stop at the place where, oh, we've now received acceptance into the beloved and we've been forgiven our sins and now we belong to christ and now we get to spend eternity with him amazing and glorious but at the same time he said wait don't hang on i'm not done take inheritance that the same reason why i was able to give you redemption because of the sacrifice i made and you believing in it is the same thing you don't need anything else here's another package and it's called your inheritance and it is god that gave it to you therefore nobody can take it from you our inheritance is described as a good inheritance psalm sixteen six. maybe we'll look at it in the nlt because we know the NKGV have a goodly heritage, he says the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance, both my the person who gave it to me and the person who qualified me for it is the same person. Pastor uh defined inheritance as a valuable possession, fully paid for by one person and freely and legally given to another person. And then he explained to us that outstanding success is one of the many things that are included in this, your package, our package of inheritance. That's why he then says in Matthew 5, go back to it again. We'll start from 14 this time. Uh, He says, you are the light of the world. How if God called you a light then call yourself a light. A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. Obscurity is not your portion. But on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. So therefore let your light so shine. Tell your neighbor, let your light shine. He said, let, let your light shine <laughs> that they may see your good works and glorify your Father that is in heaven. One more scripture in this, in this area, Ephesians 2.10. You know, it says, we are the workmanship um, of Christ. We are his workmanship and we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. And look, he prepared them beforehand, <laughs> he's not doing it now it was done before you even knew about uh, the fact that Christ has saved us and that we have an inheritance arranged by the master so we'll let our light shine Uh, one thing I want to say here um, because I know something that I struggled with Um, perhaps one or two people will find this uh, useful brethren separate your performance from your identity we do that right and i remember a time when i was in the u.s i worked for a number of years in consulting i was around the time of the dot com uh bust and i was let go not much understanding i mean that's always going to hurt but then it was almost like i you know i i tied my sense of self to that disappointment and experienced a spiral yes my performance may not have lived up to my identity but i still have the heritage of perfect success and i am still entitled to outstanding success my my last name is okafor my children bear okafor at least you know until the girls get married etc and you know They say they do something I don't like. It doesn't change their name. (laughs) So, because you did that exam and you said, Oh, what's even wrong with me? Why am I like this? No, sir. No, (laughs) ma. You are still the daughter of a king. You are still the child of a king. Outstanding success is still your heritage. In fact, it is your right. So, go back to the father and tell him, Daddy, so. I didn't quite work out. What are we going to do? Said, okay, here's what we're going to do. Do this, do this, do this, Go back out and succeed. Separate your performance from your identity. Praise the Lord. All righty. Praise the Lord. However, to walk in practical success, the practical dimensions of our inheritance of outstanding success. We need to align with certain principles that's where the laws come in right that we have this inheritance there's certain things that we have to do so let's look at Daniel as a brief example then we'll leap right into the into the uh, the laws Daniel 6 1 3 we talk about him all the time we spoke about him on Friday talking about him this morning The Bible says it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these, three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm outstanding success thing i want to point out here about daniel is that daniel was one faithful to god and he distinguished himself above his peers that's why he was at the very top those two things like pastor sage told us on friday your conviction will be challenged oh you are a child of god okay well let's test that there will always be a testing directly indirectly through circumstances through the voices of men through situations What do you do when you are challenged? Daniel was challenged, but he remained firm and he aligned himself with timeless principles. The thing to note about Daniel here is that Daniel operated under the old covenant, the Abrahamic covenant. He kept his path. We saw at the beginning when the bad Daniel said, I'm not going to defile myself with a portion of the king's meat. Or when the, you know, uh, even in this place where he was challenged concerning his faith and he's like, you're joking. This, in this particular area, you are kidding. (laughs) And he stood his ground. So, he operated under the old covenant. He kept his path. Of course, Jehovah God, ever faithful, kept his path. And he got to the top. Not just did he get to the top. He stayed at the top. We know many people that go to the top and come right back down. He stayed at the top. So then, how much more then, brethren, we that are in Christ, that are operating under a new and a better covenant. The the testament itself is better. The testator, being Christ, is better. The promises are much better. How much more then will we not be able to get to the top by the power of Christ aligning with the covenant and stay at the top? So this is where... The principles come in. So I want you to have confidence. Confidence that God, what God has promised he's able to do. I just need to align. So what are the things we need to align to? All right. So like I said, pastor has given us five of them. I wonder if I should test you on it. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. How do you remember? What was the first? I want them in order too. Excellent. Yes. Cannot jump around. (laughs) Number one, what was the first one? separation praise God number two clarification number three association yes number four the law of meditation and number five the law of declaration separation come out from among them and be ye separate says if we love the world love of the world is enmity with god you can't carry on anyhow our god is a holy god what are the things we need to separate from we need to separate from sin we need to separate from the past we need to separate from dead issues the past is as as an effective prison It's it's, it's as an effective bars of steel as a prison so we're to separate from those things and receive grace from God to break away from those things law of clarification it's all about speed if you can't see clearly ask God for 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 speed he gives you clarity why there's a reason why you can drive faster even though you shouldn't go by the speed limit on the day than at night there's a reason why you can drive faster even at night on the highway than on the rural roads why light clarity you can only go as fast as you can see and as clearly as you can see so the scope and the speed of your progress is based on clarity association evil communication corrupts good manners there will not be an exception for anybody you don't want to try that principle he that walks with the wise will be wise a companion of fools will be destroyed qed no there's no getting around that so receive grace to separate where you need to separate to dissociate where you need to dissociate you know you're a young man and you know a child of god you listen to ignite you know some of the things around pastor speaks about purity and so on and so forth and what you can do and you're doing that and god is helping you but there's a friend of yours who whenever you're with him he's just all about speaking about women in a disparaging way and you're always hanging out with that person it's gonna be tough so receive grace to have the right associations meditation the powerful thing about meditation is that when you are when you are, and this is we're not talking about the Eastern religion and the humming that have abused it. Nope. We're talking about taking scripture and you know meditating in your mind. Like and the you know, Pastor said that as we do that, that we are rubbing minds, we're interacting with the with with the creator of the universe, the author of the book and that while you're doing that that even it doesn't even have to be exactly what it is that you read is doing something to you internally he said that we make choices conscious and unconscious choices both choices are critical for our progress and that this interaction that you're having with God as you spend time in the Word, that it works even more potently on your unconscious choices the things that you do without necessarily thinking through the snap decisions the things you have to the, the calls you need to make even when you don't have that much time to pray like that, and you begin to make those choices, and then you look back, you're like, "Whoa!" People look at you, it's like, ah, "How did you? How do you are very intelligent?" You're like, "I am," because you 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 are not aware of it. But this is what the Bible calls the mind of Christ. Very critical. The law of declaration. Like PTA will always say, a silent Christian is a signless Christian that faith is voice activated so when the enemy says when your circumstance says when the bad when you when the bad report says you do you say not the same thing but what is said in the heavenlies in the spiritual and then what is in the spiritual you eventually swallow what is in the physical the law of declaration praise the lord number six then first one new one for today the law of process somebody say it with me the law of process mark 4 let's look at that then he said to what shall we liken the kingdom of god or with what parable shall we picture it It is like a mustard seed, which, when it is sown on the ground, is is smaller than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown, it grows up and becomes greater than all herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest. The law of process. I'm going to give you, for each of these ones, I'll give you like a short little tagline just to help you remember it and then we'll go into it the journey matters just as much as the destination all right let's let's give me that that image brethren i introduce you to you the salvadora perisica this is the mustard seed see how tiny it is i want you to have a visual because we see these things in scripture but it's great to see them in, in a picture right this is the mustard seed look at how tiny it is they had to zoom in for you to even see it all right look at what becomes a mustard seed when it is sown and when it grows that is the same seed he goes from that to that it says some of the species of the mustard seed can grow as high as 50 feet and the canopy across just about as wide as well and I was reading just a little bit about it very versatile I mean we all know, you know mustard or put on our, <laughs> on our as, um, sausages but it has so many medicinal properties all manner the, the leaf the bark is used in um, as part of uh, uh, toothpaste because of its you know properties that it has to, to 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 prevent decay then all manners of vitamins and all of that from the same plant uh and then the bible says it grows into this wide canopy and is able to provide shelter for birds and so on and so forth That that's the picture of that's how it works in the kingdom so the kingdom does not permit overnight success there's no such thing great things do not happen overnight this is the process there is a process the process is important to God just as the end product is important to him why the process allows us to build character that will be required once we attained that higher level of outstanding success so some people will say okay wait but you said oh we'll have speed so are you now saying is it speed or is it slow no so what we're saying is that yes the lord can bring acceleration and it will those who are operating in the world competing with you can't match you but it is speed along the path that god has ordained and he is just as interested as who chuma is on the other side of this height as he is that you got there so in christianity the ends do not can never justify the means you know when we have uh, you know new people come in either co-ops or you know people that are you know earlier part of their career um, one of the questions that we ask is, uh, "Oh, where do you um, where do you think you'll be in the next three to five seven years?" We're to ask him because we're that interested. I mean, we are, but we're just asking to see if you have sense. So the person comes and say, "Oh, so where do you see yourself in the next three to five oh Oh yes, um, by five years, I'm expecting to be in the C-suite. You know, like my, eh. also. Um, how many other jobs have you had since then no this is my first job or oh, when did you graduate oh just uh, in the summer and you want to be a ceo in three okay very good okay so tell us what else And <laughs> because it shows that you don't have good judgment <laughs> that's what that's what it means you're not you don't have awareness that you that that does not happen there is no overnight success in the kingdom you know i was thinking of um of joseph and i'm not going to quote the scripture because of time but we know him right we know his story and we always say hey god took joseph from the pit and took him to the prime minister that's what we say and but it's true but that's not the whole picture you know the boy was 17 when he got tossed into the uh got sold into slavery he was 30 13 years whatever later when he became prime minister now prime minister as an immigrant of a foreign nation and a superpower, at thirty, is pretty good, am I? Is that that's pretty good? If you are the CEO of a multinational corporation, you are the C-suite of a multinational corporation. Your company that you have is at the very top. In that time frame, you are doing really well. But there was that time in between, and the way the Lord put it to me was, Joseph had to become Zaphnath That's the name they give him that's the name uh, uh, pharaoh gave him before he became you know prime when they keep making prime minister, they changed his name joseph that's joseph that you know will have a dream and i go to be- hey i had a dream i'm going to be better than you you and you and you and you that joseph never have been prime minister first of all he needed first of all to spend time in the culture he couldn't speak the language so to understand the language understand the system make connections you know enter into the place have you know accomplishments have credit, number one number two his temperament his judgment his ability to to um You know, his his skill level. Yes, he was gifted, highly gifted. He had something that was unique, like you and I do. But it wasn't enough. There was a seasoning that was required. There was a training that was required. There was a sitting in the crucible that was required. There was a school of discipline that was required before he could take that spot and keep that spot. Also if they had made joseph the prime minister of egypt anytime sooner and those 11 rascals (laughs) showed up before him that that's the end of israel said yeah reuben you (laughs) because the anger you can imagine that but god had already worked on him said, listen the, the never meant it for good i meant i meant it for evil i meant it for good you are here to deliver a generation so leave that petty that's the thing the pursuit of purpose is what lets you get let go of rubbish because your destiny is bigger than all of that but sometimes yes there's need a process um you know so you have somebody i just use the choir as an example she shows up you know, the first day you've come to church, you know, with the first week, second week, and you're looking around and like, oh, yeah. You know, that was a little bit pitchy at the high range. Yeah, no, I said, no, if you brought this song next though, there would have been a lot more better of a transition. And you walk up to Auntie Ann, who is our music director, to put our hands together for her, doing an amazing job. And you walk up to her and say, yes, I, I want to lead praise and worship next week. Even if... Your voice is the voice of the angels. Even if you know you get your keeper came to you and said, Go, and sing, No, my friend, no. <laughs> Why? Because you know, the first time that you bring your list, you know, because we have to bring our list for submission, it gets vetted and all of that. And I tell you, no, 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 this you can't do this song. No, what do you mean? The Lord spoke to me that this is the song that will deliver the people in the service. I said, No, because this particular song, there's a certain, you know, bass line, this, that, and that. And the way things are out, the scheduling is not gonna work. Let's do it later. No, you are standing with "You baby. <laughs> and it, and are and it, and it is it is it is when we go through the process that God begins to deal with this thing. P- PWA tells a story. Uh our big PWA. <laughs> Let's talk about when he started working uh, in London uh, in the church where he was raised, and he said he started off sweeping. Oh, you mean uh, he had those robo cleaners cleaning? No, not the robo cleaners. Oh, okay. So you mean he used the used Hoover machine? No, no, not the Hoover machine. In London, yes, in London. How did he sweep? Have you heard of broom? <laughs> no, yeah, sweeping, sweeping, and dust, dust dust and you know he he desired to be into prayer he wanted to to be in prayer and you see the prayer people will come oh brother wally you call his name and people are walking past and they will call him and and then they go to do what they're gonna do but he said that he needed to be in that place for god to deal with him so that by the time god it, power is dangerous in the hand of a baby there's a reason why okay. sure uh, there is a reason why there is an age limit to joining the army. There's a reason why we don't give submachine guns and AR 15s to children. Number one, it's too heavy for them to carry. Number two, the recoil of the weapon, say a, a sniper or some, a, a, a sniper rifle, would dislocate your hand. The, the, when an enemy is running towards you, to stay and defend your country or defend your fellow, the child, you will drop it and run away when you see opposition. The judgment to know when to use the weapon and and when not to use the weapon, the child cannot have, no matter the potential. This is the reason why process is just as critical as the end product. Praise the Lord. Number six, the law of process. Number seven, law of personal development. The law of personal development. My tagline here is have a growth mindset. Have a growth mindset. Let me give you my summary, then I'll proceed to defend it. Investment in our personal development allows us to evolve into a better version of ourselves we must constantly be open to learning and willing to expose ourselves to opportunities to learn two different things and if we have time I'm going to emphasize this whole idea of exposing ourselves it's not easy I'll do it one more time for those who are writing investment in our personal development allows us to evolve into a better version of ourselves. We must constantly be open to learning and willing to expose ourselves to opportunities to learn. Proverbs 1.5. A wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel the lesson here is being open to learning from everyone and I have a good illustration for you something that happened to me I feel like it was it's call it four years ago three or four years ago I had the privilege of uh, presiding over a wedding so I was the one who was the officiating minister you know joined the couple and gave the exhortation for that day it happened to be that in the audience was Pastor Adeyemo, Daya Adeyemo. How many people know him? Yes, yes. He's the senior pastor of Royal Parish in St. Catharines. An incredible man of God. Anytime he comes here, picks up the mic, he scatters the place. A seasoned man of God, understands the dynamics of the kingdom. Just a wonderful man and a friend of the house. Someone that I look up to. So, after the sermon, he came to me and said, Oh, can I have your sermon notes. Okay, so number of ways you could take this. You could be like, uh ah, you now, <laughs> we are we are at least we are preaching, we are coming up, you know. <laughs> young shall grow. <laughs> at least, you know, the man has recognized us something, you know. But for my natural father, and Pastor Wally Akishoku, my spiritual father, didn't raise a fool. No, that's not how I took it at all. I said, hmm. This man, <laughs> you know, like, I have no illusions about the gap between me and him. No illusions whatsoever. Uh, Royal House, actually, this weekend happens to be 20 years. Let's put our hands together. The ministry is 20 years old. tell you what they're celebrating this weekend? Man of God. Hey. <laughs> and so my first thing was, you just trying to encourage a young man, you know, just trying to encourage a young man. That's how I took it. So um, I didn't give him, I didn't give him the paper. You would have given him. What would you have done? Sir, sir you, you were, just take it. You can learn one or two. Is that what you, <laughs> I didn't do that. I dodged him. I didn't give him. Then, but he hunted me down, hunted me down my paper from me folded it and put it in his pocket i said that's why now that's why for someone like that to see something from a small boy like me and take it and add it to his own that is why they are the heights of glory so you cannot be proud so if he does that i better go to my closet and stay there for seven years (laughs) right you know what i mean right so don't you know sometimes you know from our background it's like oh you know it's just a small boy to me can't talk to no no they they, they don't do that again oh (laughs) we have to leave that thing behind you can learn be open to learning from everyone proverbs 9 9 it says, "Give instruction to a wise man." Very interesting. You know, uh, at the time I took up running, is it? Then what happened to you? There's the time I took up running, and I always had an observation. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm being uh, what's the word, politically incorrect, but I'm like, it's the people that don't need to run that seem to be running, because most of the runners are, you know, just lithe and slim and trim and all of that you know it's like the people that need to, you want to see them at the at the place it's very interesting that it is the wise man you think that oh the person who has the most benefit from instruction is the one that has little but no because it, because the 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 person with little instruction there's a reason why they're like that so we're not going to be like that give instruction to a wise man i thought he was already wise yeah that's the trick of it uh and he will be wiser still Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. You know, I remember that story. I always remember the story of P. W. talking about how he first met his mentor, somebody he has been pursuing for a while, Pastor Sam ademi He was one of his ministry mentors, and he said he did this, did that. Arranged, I think he flew down to go see him, and you know, in that first session you know the the reverend was explaining to him he said oh so on and so forth oh you know Zacchaeus right you know trying to say oh I don't need to spend time there you already understand this you know trying to respect his level of knowledge but he said who is she no I don't I don't even know the gender. no nope so meaning no assume that I know nothing Start from the beginning for me so you know there's people who and the the younger does do this a lot and you know we do it in different ways you're like trying to explain something and you're saying this this, oh no no I know I know I know Or you're you're finishing the sentence oh yes John 3 5 now yeah and see yes you might know the first three things maybe even the first seven perhaps the first 25 my friend the 26 thing that you don't know can save you 10 years in bondage and the problem is that when you do that uh, so I, you know, because at the beginning of when you start your career, yeah, no, I'm already past that. I'm not, I'm not at that place. I want to talk about how to get to. The, I want to get to the top. So then, okay, you already know. That makes the person draw back and withdraw because nobody wants to cast their pearls before swine. So you, you, you you're, I wish I could speak your you Just calm down, calm down, and listen. Uh, you help me. Thank you. Calm down. Luke 2.52. He says, and Jesus increased in wisdom. What? Who? The ancient. It says it's the more, he said, no, he's not the wisest. He's the only wise God. What is he learning again? That's finished. My sermon is over. If Jesus put himself in a place to learn and he needed favor with God and with man, you and I, yeah, I mean, that's... I've said it. It's like, praise the Lord. You know, I'm looking at my time. I had examples here. You know, it doesn't matter what you, you know, you're, you're a homemaker. God bless you. You know, and you know, some people are trying to make you feel like you're not contributing. This is not true. You know, you have a critical role. And, um, you know, just look up Joanna Wesley. I'm not going to, I wasn't going give to you, give you some of the quotes that she thinks she wrote that she was raising her children. She, wrote, she raised Charles john wesley two people two giants of the faith one woman raised champions and if you look at the way she ordered her home some of the revelations god gave her around raising children you will understand why just google it don't let anybody make you feel anyhow um praise the lord i'm gonna keep going let me keep going because we have two more right number eight Praise the Lord. Uh, the law of specialization. The law of specialization. So let's look at First Samuel 17 from verse 38. So Saul clothed David with his armor and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed, clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and then he tried to walk for he had not tested them and David said to Saul I cannot walk with these for I have not tested them so David took them off keep going then he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook. And somebody would look at it and say, that's not not technologically advanced. This is is not the latest. He said, okay, leave it. Leave it. You think that that's simple. But you know, uh, if you've read uh, Judges, the Bible speaks about the, uh, the, the tribe of Benjamin. And they were very skilled with this same weapon. It says that they could... They could use the sling and they could direct it within a hair's breadth. That means 99.9% accuracy of 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 using that weapon. Chose five smooth stones, not just any stones from the brook, because he had experience and that was always effective. And he put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch with which he had. And his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. Yes, you have to keep up and the modern things and so on and so forth but not at the expense of your effectiveness nobody wants to know whether you use the latest programming the fact is that the project was successful Goliath came down so what else are you asking (laughs) so what's the point focus is the key to outstanding success. Remember, we're talking about the principles of outstanding success. We're not talking about middling, we're not talking about just okay, average, by the by. No, outstanding success. That's why there are so many laws. Focus is a key to outstanding success in life. So here is it You can't be the best in everything. What? You mean I can do all things to Christ? That's to- wait, wait. Know your strength, build on it, refine it, and then strive for mastery. David succeeded by staying with what he knew. Proverbs eighteen sixteen says, "It is a man's gift. It is a man's gift. It is your. It is what God has." inside you that is what will make room for you that is what will bring you between before the greats that is what is going to bring you opportunity that's what's going to open doors so people talk about all weaknesses weaknesses yes identify them manage them and let's get something straight if you say that you are a go back to this singer you are you are called to you know lead people in worship and you can't hold a tune that's not a weakness that's a delusion so leave that you know identify them manage them but focus on your strengths see when you stay with your strength and you focus on it yes maybe for a while say you are an entrepreneur and you start something and you are you are the technical person honestly sales talking to people just drains you you just want to create or you want to you know put the technical things together you want to focus on the core all these other things they just exhaust you finance oh my goodness marketing i i can't you know and you start but you stay with your focus as god begins to take you up you can now fill those gaps with other people who that's that's what they live and breathe. And because of your vision, and because of your focus, you are getting opportunities, you are moving up, you can get those things. So identify them, some of them, you need to manage them. But the key thing is to focus on your strengths. Your goal should be to, know, to be known for something. So when they say your name, something comes to mind. They just associate something to your name right away. So if I say Michael Phelps, what comes to your mind? Like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, what comes to your mind? BWA, what comes to your mind? <laughs> That's what you want. And you would look like a mega star, but you stayed in your pocket. Um, so, you want to, so specialization. So you start out knowing a little about a lot that's how it works you start out knowing a little about a lot and as you rise you narrow to knowing a lot about a little and interestingly you are now rewarded way more for knowing a lot about a little uh, my my youngest brother is a neurosurgeon he uh, he was around recently uh, for a, a conference of neurosurgeons and that guy has been in school since I'm sorry. Ah, I'm like when are we going to start eating this thing, you know? <laughs> but you know, he started out, you know, initially trained in Nigeria, he now went to, to Ireland and he, there he worked as a neurosurgeon. Uh, member of the Royal College of Neurosurgeons, both he can practice on Ireland and the UK. But then, you know, America, you know how America people want to so they they had the opportunity to emigrate and they came to America with the children, and you still have to figure some things out. But he's going around picking, picking, picking specialties. This is the point where you come in a room. When you when you finish your procedure on your way out, they just <laughs> you carry. God, I must go back full of money. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, so he says, he was telling me what he's trying to do. And, you know, his, his path. And you get to this place, There's just a handful of people. You know, the specialization makes you sought after, makes you in a, puts you in a rare group and rewards you exceedingly. That's how it works. And it's the same thing in every, every discipline. So you need to find an area specialize then like david protect yourself from being dragged away from your area of strength or expertise david stayed with a slingshot because there's going to be a lot of you looking around and they want to take you away from your area of specialty pastor told us i think it was just last week perhaps about how kenneth Hagen. kenneth Hagen. if i say his name what comes to your mind faith thank you that you know god said to him you know you're gonna you know now you can start your teaching ministry he's like wait 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 whoa, what i've been preaching for 7 10 12 years what do you what are, yeah you were there's was wasting time because he was preaching instead of teaching and i wasn't your calling and if he had stayed there you wouldn't know his name and you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize him immediately so we find our area of strength we stay with it, we specialize there, we strive for mastery, and we protect ourselves from everything that would drag us away from our place of specialty. There's a guy called Jack Welch. He's uh, one of the most celebrated CEOs in America. Um, I won't go on and on because my time is gone, but he, he was CEO of a company called GE. At the time he took over, GE was involved in pretty much everything from financial services to new, you know, defense contracts, chemicals, appliances, they were in all manners of things. And the man said, I restructuring and he said, I only want us to stay in industries where we are or can be one or two. Everything else, sell it off. That focus helped him to be the most successful CEO uh, in, in the country. Praise the Lord. All right one more one more so we have done the law of process the law of personal development the law of specialization number 9 now the law of prudence sub subtext ability to effectively manage or govern our resources for maximum results the law of prudence john 6:11 Bible says and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to uh, and then the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the fish as much as they wanted so when they were filled he said to his disciples gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost therefore they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Crucial. But I thought there was abundance. Yes, abundance does not mean you should waste. In critical principle. Let's look at Proverbs 21.20 and I'll give you a few points. And we can wrap this thing up. Proverbs twenty-one twenty says, can you give it to me? Give it to me in CEV. We know this one. This, this one helps, helps with the language. Do you, you have it? There you go. <laughs> nice. Be sensible and store up precious treasure. Say that last part with me. Don't waste them. Becoming a, like a fool. <laughs> Don't waste them. I was trying to be polite. Don't waste them like a fool. Becoming efficient in avoiding waste while attaining higher levels of success is a key skill that's why You know when people talk about you know people who become millionaires billionaires usually the circumstances that create the person that can build a business to become a a multi-billion dollar business the next generation creates the circumstances that allows the next generation to squander it so apart from a handful of families have figured out how to retain wealth multi-generationally most they start you have somebody you know difficult circumstances sell stuff figure the thing out raise this company the children blew everything because you know that the thing that took them to where they are is prudence But because it looks like there's a lot, the children engage in waste and they blew the entire thing. So what is waste? Let's look at that. I have two definitions of waste. My time is gone. (laughs) So the Holy Spirit will have to expand it in your mind. But the first definition I have here, using resources carelessly or extravagantly. Spending divorced from purpose. If you didn't take anything else tonight, <laughs> uh, this morning, spending divorced from purpose—that's waste. Spending divorced from purpose, priority and discipline—that's waste. It is an expenditure that brings l- l- little or suboptimal value. That's waste. So, in this, for this definition of waste, a couple of examples, right? parents you're always telling your children turn off the light you know turn off the water that's too much you know those kinds of things right that's simple simple don't waste food all of these things because we are we are cognizant they are not that these things are valuable you can't just pour out all the milk so a fly entered it I remove it and drink them <laughs> um right so we're cognizant of these things right that's you can you understand that right that's waste you know Unused. So I give you an okay. So this is one, right? In this day and age, where everything is becoming on the app and so on and so forth, right? Unused um, subscriptions. Something you should take a look at. Some of us are young adults. You have skipped the dishes. skip the dishes. You have skipped. You have, <laughs> have skipped. You have skipped your wealth. My um, my children in the school they're in. They talk about. They have some friends who they keep ordering order because you know they don't like the food in the cafeteria they don't like this they don't like this and they just use the resources. resources said "Oh somebody in like in a week spent $400 on skipping skipping and like and you know so but it's all of us though because right now right everything is you know you have a, you have a, you have an app you have a service for everything right I, I could give you an example of myself I um well, a couple of months ago you know I said okay I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a treadmill in the house and the way they do these things you know came or digital blah, blah blah and it comes with a subscription for a life coach it's like being in your room to encourage you you know and you can't even turn the thing on without putting your credit card that's how they do it these days so me too yes I, I was like okay my coach will come in here and you know you say have you been using the treadmill don't be rude the point I'm making is that so they had this and it's expensive subscription so I'm like no I'm gonna I'm gonna try first month passed, not one second month nothing third month nothing but, but my wife was like, cut that thing <laughs> okay you know and then, and then it's very interesting. I was trying to do it come and see the runaround I went to this site you couldn't see it. this one is disabled when somewhere else I say click say are you sure I am sure click well don't you want to just pause no they click and we decide no from screen because they know that's how they're collecting all your pockets <laughs> you know so that's an easily accessible example you understand that we should rationalize those things take a look at it anything you not. Know, you're not using right um, waste uh, this is when it comes to things like so I have here no rainy day fund you know so this is not having savings not setting up aside spending all you have you know ah this is gonna take me a while to explain holy spirit explain it for them <laughs> uncover my lack of time management uh, you know things like that waste right so what you what do you do with those kind of things set time aside look at look to print out the thing and rationalize what is this what is this thing is still here you take care of it take care of it tighten those things it's required uh, to be a champion but now And I said here, tracking is a critical piece of identifying and eliminating waste. I'm going to explain that one to you. Now, second second definition of waste. We're almost done. What is waste, number two? Listen to this one. Waste is anything that is not an investment in the future. This is now a lot more nuanced. This depends on your circumstances. This needs you paying attention to the Holy Spirit to know what you're doing. Um, is it okay to buy a brand new car? Well, it depends. If uh, I don't know, I, uh, something that happened to me, we were still living in the basement. We we're looking for a house to buy, and I can't remember what the circumstances was. But at some point, I saw a man, and he had a brand new uh, Honda Odyssey. That was a time when you know the baby-making baby era, when I see a van and I get excited. Uh, so I was like, wow, brand new van, touring, Odyssey. I was looking at it. The man said to me, says, do, do you have a house? I said, no. He said, don't you dare. <laughs> this is just an Indian man doesn't know me from anywhere. He said, you cannot buy a, ha- buy a new car when you have not bought a house. Buy your house, maybe more than one, <laughs> you know, before you buy a new car. But, you know, but then someone else who's in a different circumstance is buying a new car fine 100 percent. so this is where now the question is what are you investing in when you invest in relationships that's good sending money to your parents being a blessing to your to your pastors and ministers um you know uh uh being a blessing to your those that are close to you and your friends and so on and so forth that's an investment investing in your future in yourself with education and books and so on and so forth and courses and so on investment in your future investment in leisure and entertainment and taking vacations and so on and so forth again it depends on your circumstance you know Buying yourself a good suit because of the investment it makes in your self-esteem, which goes with the car as well, depends on your circumstance. The new graduate who still has student debt, sharing a room with four friends, then buying a brand new BMW red chassis and putting it on on his credit card—is that a good investment? Answer for yourself. So. That's the question. So then then you have things that we are throwing money away on that aren't prudent at all like spending to impress others deadly, keeping up appearances, spending room by impatience and covetousness. So this is why the Lord has to speak to you. So I'm going to leave you with this question regarding prudence. Ask yourself, what areas of my life am I investing in And am I being prudent or wasteful? Praise the Lord. All right, we've come to the end of it. We've come to the end of it. Praise the Lord. So let me leave you with an assignment, if you don't mind, please. Indulge me. It's not just about filling our notes, which is important so they can go back and helps you to follow and comprehend. But the key is that we receive grace from God. One pastor was talking about separation, how difficult it is. He said it takes an empowered decision. It's not just willpower. We need the power of God. So we're going to pray now in a minute. But can I ask you to do this? Get a fresh notebook this week. So pastor is going to wrap this up on Sunday. Right? Like I said, don't miss it, but prepare for it. Get a fresh notebook or on your app device, doesn't matter. Set some time aside this week. Do it by yourself, do it with your spouse, or do it with your accountability partner, whatever makes sense for you, given the sensitivities, but do it. What I want you to do is to write down, let's put all these principles. You have nine now. Write them down. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to identify areas you need to work on. Then pray for grace to do what it takes. We're going to pray now, so you can see, so you can take the scriptures down. We're going to use to pray and do the same thing for yourself. But let's do that during the week and prepare for the message on Sunday. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians nine eight. Throw that on the screen for the people of God. It says and is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound in every good work prayer point father grant me grace to apply these principles of outstanding success come on pray Lord Jesus we call upon your name you said you are able to make all grace Lord I pray grace oh God grace oh god to align with these principles lord wherever i'm having a challenge wherever is proving difficult where my life is disconnected from these principles i receive grace oh god Grace to separate, oh God, where I need to separate. To receive clarity, oh God. To associate, to be wise in my associations. Grace, oh God, to practice meditation, to practice declaration, to abide by the law of process, to abide, oh Lord God, by these principles, Lord, I receive grace. Grace, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you are the one that works not to will and to do of your good pleasure father work in me to make the choices that I need to make to change the habits that I need to change to allow your spirit to enable me to align in the name of Jesus prayer point number two second Corinthians 10 Verses 3 to 6 in NLT says, We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, NLT, God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. It says, We destroy every proud obstacle. That keeps people. This time you are doing warfare on yourself. Forget people. Maybe your children, your spouse. This is for you now. Every proud obstacle. What is the prayer point? Bring down every stronghold. Preventing you from aligning with these principles. Let us pray. The Bible says your weapons, they are mighty in God. They are able to bring down every proud obstacle, every idea, every unconscious or conscious decision, every mindset, every att- Everything that has been planted by the devil that you have taken as your own, tear it down Lord, the Bible says, Oh God, whatsoever my father has not planted, it will be uprooted. Everything in my mind, every high thing, every argument, every deception, every lie that I said that if I separate from this person that that, that I will go down, but Lord. Lord, I pray let it be torn down my, my spouse my our children Let that will be free to align with the principles that will save our souls and save our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we tear it down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ praise the Lord Father, we thank you. Uh, Thank you that we're in a place where we can have such clear instruction. Thank you for sending our pastor this series to help us to walk in outstanding success. And so Lord, I pray, according to your word, that you will release grace upon your people. Father, I ask Abundant grace sufficient grace to make the hard choices to take the, 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 the make the sh- sharp decisions to oh God to align with these principles in the name of Jesus Christ anywhere the enemy has come in and he has put things in place that is making us, making it difficult for us to operate in the way that we ought so that we can see the things that we desire today we bring them down in Jesus name. Lord we pray every operation of the kingdom of darkness upon us our spouses, our children all those that that are dear to us that will not allow us to make the right choices. Lord today we decree it is dismantled. Mantled in Jesus' name, that we are free to walk in these principles and to enjoy the fullness of all that you have for us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, somebody shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the end of the message. We assure that you have been blessed. For more information, please visit our website at www.houseofpraise.ca. God bless you.